one. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads B-Sides, a periodical podcast where we deep dive and dig in with a topic we love and are interested in discovering more about. That's right, guys. We're hitting you with it. I'm David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. You heard it right, guys. It's a B-side. More, more letting the hair down. It's been crazy. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys have been listening to our back catalog, but you know we're gonna we're gonna dive into this and, and, and catch you guys up to date. Let your hair down, grab a drink, whatever you, wine, whatever you like right now. We're just gonna chill. Uh, if you're driving to work, we're chilling. Hopefully this relaxes you. Mike, what has been going on in your life? I know a lot's been going on, but what's up, man? Yeah, I, I mean, so for those of you t- tuning into this episode, you, you might have noticed we we missed an episode last week. Um, you know, sometimes things just don't work out. But then, you know, like we always said, you know, if we ever get an off week or a lull, we're just going to hit you with a B-side. Keep it chill. Uh, keep it relaxed. Um, the biggest news out of my world lately is I just got a new job. Uh, for the, for longtime listeners of the show, um, you've, you've probably heard that prior uh, the job that I had was very stressful drove me to it drove me to buy a punching bag because some days you just got to punch it out and you don't really want to you know spackle up holes in the wall um you know i did eventually reach a point in that job where i was it became easier a lot more tolerable i was able to have a lot more control after a while but it was like riding a bucking bronco most of the most days and uh so yeah but i mean the new job um it's actually within the company that i work for um, just changing departments, uh, moving on over to like the training and development side of of the of the corporation I work for, uh, which is something I'm really passionate about. So I'm super happy to uh, get out of the outward facing position, which is what I've kind of done the last several, like many, many all the careers I've had so far and all the different jobs. It's always been like customer facing, whether it's like retail or or, you know, patient advocacy or whatever. Uh, or just customer service in general. Um, so now I'm actually like a, a facilitating and helping internally, like the employees that work for the company. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's going to be somewhere that, that I'm going to fit in nicely. Uh, it was a shot in the dark to get this job. Um, I've just always talked strongly about training, development, like career growth with my like boss and uh, my, my leadership team. And uh, one day I was in a one-on-one with my boss and she goes, says, you know, Mike, you've been, you've been doing great. Uh, everything's going really well lately. Uh, however, I want to let you know that there's an opportunity that's just come on the table that I think you'd be great for. And if you want to throw your hat in the ring, um, I will absolutely advocate and give you a glowing review because I think it's something that would really fit your career goals. Um, you know, I've never had a manager that supportive before, so I was very taken aback and like, but, you know, I just said, OK, let's try. Let's see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. And just turns out I just may, you know, maybe I wasn't the most qualified for the role. But like as, as far as like work history, but it turns out a lot of the skills I have in like customer service and things like that are going to translate really nicely over to this next job. And I do have like mm-hmm. training and development, like uh, history kind of in my in my resume from things I've done. Um, kind of extracurriculars I've done along the way. So I don't know. I'm just really excited um, to to do this new thing. Um, it they uh, it wasn't like anything. It wasn't. It's not like a big promotion. I'm not like getting more money to do it. They, they said it's a lateral move, um, and I'm actually okay with that. I think I get paid just fine right now. Well, like I'm less stressful. Yeah, probably. significantly less stressful and a lot more rewarding. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. And I've already got a chance to meet the whole team that I'll be moving on to. Uh, and everyone's super friendly, super nice. And uh, it's happening. The turnaround's fast. Uh, my first day on the new job is the Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, so, like, there's a little bit of a scramble currently in my own department trying to find out what, how we're going to replace the, the job I do. Um, but, you know, that's not necessarily anything I need to worry about anymore. I just, need, I, figure it out. I just have to facilitate the transition a little bit to kind of train somebody to take over what i do um and then i'm out so yeah just looking forward to that um got that news today like that this is fresh off the press um, fresh well whenever this drops yeah well yeah fresh, fresh as today this is tuesday but whenever this drops well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um whew, but i don't know man so like that's that's me like that's not, i mean I, I mean there's other things going on but we'll, we'll, we might ch- uh, chat about a little bit later but like oh yeah we'll, we'll get but into like it. We'll but i mean yeah so what, what's going on with you i know like the the, the, oh. the world kind of flipped upside down for you last week so 
Uh, Yo, let's hear about it. I don't know what it is, guys. I don't. I don't know what it like. I used to like the cold weather and everything, but I think like once November hits, I don't know if Ashley's family has like a seasonal curse on them or something. But like once once November hits, like the world just flips on its head. Uh, so like the other week, you know, we're kind of getting stuff together. Uh, Ashley, unfortunately, like a lot of Ashley's family passes in November, so she doesn't really. Um, like November, she likes to skip straight from Halloween to Christmas. I'm not that type of guy. I'm trying to tolerate it more now because, you know, she, she just likes those type of things and the lights brighten her, her mood a lot more. But we found out her uncle passed. I didn't really ever, I don't think I've ever met that uncle. Uh, they're very, are, are, I'm not saying I'm not sad when people die in my family, but like we're, we're two different types of, uh, people in our family. Like they're very family oriented. Uh, I've said this before. If you, if you've been listening, like Ashley's family, they hang out at least once a week. I see my brother at least once every four months. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I call him and everything else like that. But when stuff happens like that and their family hits them very, very hard. So we had that going on. Uh, but like prior to that, we had like a neighborhood Halloween party. It was a two thousands party. Um, we just did it really quick at our house in our basement, got it out the way, got it done. Uh, it was fun. I do not like throwing parties at my house. I've said this before. I like to get people in and out because I have to clean the next day. Cause either usually Ashley's too hungover or she always picks up for work and it's annoying. Uh, but we did that really quick, got it done, just had the neighborhood here pretty much and, and, you know, had some fun, but then we had that news on Monday, my job when it's nighttime or not nighttime, when it gets uh night faster, I guess, whatever I'm trying to say, this, the, the fall back, whatever we changed the clocks. Um, it's our busy season clearly cause people need lights. So anyone's trying to update their lights, whatever else like that. So we had a rush against time as far as like deadlines i had overtime which is the first time i've ever worked overtime in my life so we were doing that so i'm stressed trying to get that done um and then on top of that i had to go and try and uh book a venue for caden's birthday so i'm going there and ash was like yeah meet this lady at the firehouse i go to the firehouse she was like she'll be there from 6 to 6 30 i had my mom come over and watch caden getting ready she went to work i got ready quickly let my mom take care of him caden's bedtime is at like six now because it gets darker he's very tired but i'm sitting there lady never shows up i said oh my god i'm talking to this guy and he goes oh yeah i know her and blah 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 and then we're talking back and forth he's talking to some other lady he's like oh but i can't give out her information so i said so i'm just sitting here waiting and we can't call this lady like the only talk we've only talked to her through email so then i come back home I'm like, whatever, get Caden ready for bed. And I'm just like, I'm ready for bed, yo. Like, this this has been a long day. I'm good. Then, of course, Ashley goes, oh, you were supposed to meet her at the other firehouse. Sorry. I was like, and I've been working on being better as far as with my emotions and everything else like that. I said, you know what? It's okay. I appreciate you trying to get everything together for Caden. Uh, we'll, we'll worry about it next time. Next time we can meet her, whatever else like that. I'm like, whatever. Tuesday, we're trying to go vote. I put everything here in Coatesville, we're good to go. I transferred everything when I moved here. Get to the voting station across the street. They say, oh, you're at the other place down the street. Okay. So I'm like, all right. Go to the other place down the street. Get there. Oh, you're still registered in Westchester. I said, I, guys, I transferred everything over here. I should be here. Well, you'd have to go to Westchester. I said, it's, six, it's 630. I'm pretty sure the polls close at 7. I'm not driving 30 minutes to Westchester to vote to come back home. It's not happening. So I write down my stuff, get it done. I get Caden in bed. I'm like, I'm done. This is this is strike two this week. I'm good. Uh, I think it's Wednesday. Um, it, uh, it could be Wednesday or Thursday, but I think Wednesday is when this happened. Uh, Ashley kind of wakes up in the middle of the night. I'm hearing her say ow a lot. I'm like, what's going on? I'm saying she's feeling a sharp pain in her stomach. Um, so I get like a heated blanket. We're kind of up through the night and everything. Uh, and then Ashley in the morning was like, I don't really want to go. It could be my period. And blah, blah. I said, you just need to go to the hospital. She, her family's one of the people who say, oh, you need to go. You'll feel better once you go. Cause you'll know. And I'm like, you are contradicting yourself right now. So eventually they take her there. Oh my gosh. And listen, man, she's there all day. I'm at work. Ashley's sister is taking care of Caden. I cannot pronounce this at all, but they found out it's a rare, like, not a disease, but it's something rare that happens that is only in children. I guess it comes from like umbilical cord something. I don't know. It's called Meckel diverticulitis is what it's called. I probably did better than I thought, but that's pretty good. So yeah, they, they tell us that I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what is this? So 
she has to take antibiotics um and then that was kind of already having its own issues we had to get her mom to come over i'm trying to help her at night she's sleeping on the couch coda's sleeping in the basement I'm like i'm separating people i'm taking care of her on top of my work shoving stuff in her face because it's it's deadlines crazy week so i'm like all right you know what the silver lining black panther 2 is out baby i'm seeing it saturday morning tell my brother i'll meet you there movie tavern we'll go Wake up Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Ashley's in pain. Not her fault. I said, are you in serious pain like you were before? Do we need to go to the hospital? She said, yes. I called my mom because she was already coming over. I said, come over early. Can you watch Caden? I called Ashley's mom. I said, can you come to the hospital? Because somebody has to do a trade-off eventually because I have to come back to our son. So we skipped Black Panther. I said, of course. I'm going to get all the freaking spoilers and everything. But I said, her health is more important. So they gave her a higher dose for pain meds, but she still has to take the antibiotics and everything else like that. So that's going on. So Saturday, we just chill inside. I'm still taking care of her. Um, all I could do is play Call of Duty all week. That's literally it. That's all I could do. So we did get new news today. Ashley went to her doctor. She said, yeah, you've had this since birth, but it didn't flare up until now. And Ashley's like, was there any reason for it? She said, no, it just randomly flared up. Apparently, some people have gotten it recently. Don't know what's up with that. Uh, like, it's flared up. But she has a very rare case of it where it's only in children. It's not in adults. Don't know why. So, apparently, we found out that she does need to have surgery. I said, oh, great. So, that's the 29th. So we're, we're, or she's meeting with the surgeon on the 29th. So, we're going to figure out what's going on with that and when the surgery will be. I guess it will be probably sometime during December. I said, damn. Second holiday like season where she's down and out. Like, last year, she was pregnant. Couldn't really do much. This year we have this. Hopefully she has a speedy recovery. Her pain tolerance is pretty high and her recovery is pretty quick um, from what we could tell when she had Caden. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for the best. I hope we can get this done and out the way. So I've been holding down the fort by myself, the dog, Ashley and Caden. Um, we, we've been kind of getting him together and everything. But, man, it's it's uh, it's been a it's been a it's been a week, man. So like Mike, Mike, I told Mike all about it. Mike even said, you know, next week, let's just do a B-side break out the bourbon or the whiskey and let's just chill. So that's what we're doing. But that's what's been going on with me, man. Um, and, and you know, to try and lighten the mood, I'll, I'll throw it back to Mike for, for whatever he wants to bring to it. But, you know, keep us keep us in your prayers, guys, you know, but I think she'll be all right. We'll, we'll get past this. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know about that uh, type of uh, diverticulitis that she, that she has, but my my mom actually has uh, I guess another form of it. Um, however, that doesn't require surgery. It's just like there are certain things that if she eats, mm-hmm. it triggers mm-hmm. it. So for, yeah. I think for her, like her her trigger is like nuts. So like if she has like peanuts, cashews, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, something about the way her stomach is works out or her intestines or something uh, mm-hmm. a little piece can get stuck and then it gets kind of you know it gets infected and then causes mm-hmm. a big pain mm-hmm. um and usually kind of knocks her out for like a weekend type scenario but like it doesn't usually ever um require like severe hospitalization but yeah, it is I, but from what I've, I've been from what i've been told it's pretty wicked uh, I, she just told me it feels like I, I don't know what this feels like because we're men but she told me it feels like contractions like she's having contractions it's the first thing to ask was like is she pregnant i said dear lord don't let this week be any more crazy than <laughs> it's not come on bro come on but yes yeah, so, yeah. We, we've been down and out over here man between my swollen um cheek saliva gland thing and then this and then i said what the what's I, I said I, I haven't told Ashley this yet, but I just said, man, what, did you guys have like a curse? Like, in the, what did y'all do to some Native American <laughs> in November or something? What the hell happened? Your house is I don't your know. house is built on a Native American barrel ground. Yo, I'm about to get some sage, and we're about to get it popping in here pretty soon. It so, might be a good idea. Know. But speaking, you mentioned uh, you know grabbing the bourbon, grabbing the whiskey. So might as well just uh, mm-hmm. jump to that. Um, so lately, you know, obviously, we uh, if you you know if you've been with us on the show for a while, we we around this time of year when it starts getting a little cooler out we start you know crack it into our whiskey our bourbon you know whichever one you prefer um and uh you know it's something that like it i could have you could have held a gun to my head like 20 years ago or 10 (laughs) 10 years ago maybe even five years ago 
and you would have been like, you're going to love whiskey by the the time you turn 30 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would have said, you're, you're wrong. Go ahead and pull that trigger. But like, I love it. It's so good. Uh, You know, I, I often now make, you know, I've now transitioned to just like my evening is like, I make myself an old fashioned, um you know i keep it simple i use a pre-mix um like old-fashioned mix that i buy at wegmans if you happen to be anywhere near wegmans they make a they have a really good old-fashioned pre-mix um highly recommend but if you're gonna go the classic route do it with the classic bitters go for it no 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 shame there at all um but yes i use that pre-mix i I get a little uh take a little bit of the uh, orange rind and twist it up and get a little bit of the aromatics in there um, some some proper cocktail cherries and none of that. Which are those the red ones or those the black? They're ones? the black ones. The, uh, Dude, I love the black. Are they at Wegmans? Yes, I gotta. Go. Um, those are my favorite. That's my favorite part of the Manhattan or the old fashioned. Right, like yeah, no, I won't. I won't touch the the like the the, the cheesy bright red mm-hmm. maraschinos. Those are mm-hmm. not real cherries to me. No, they're not good no, in cocktails. No. Um, anyone mm-hmm. hands you a cocktail with a bright red maraschino cherry in it, you turn it, you turn it away. You say no, thank you. Unfortunately. <laughs> I had one of those last week because we were at it for our neighbor's birthday. I said, can I get an old-fashioned? She was like, yeah. I said, man, I'm looking forward to this cherry. I said, this week's been, you know, crazy. But, yeah, now they gave me the bright red cherry. I said, come on, man. It's just not I the love same. the black cherry. The black cherry, oh. like the like the, the juice that the Sweet black cherries are yes. sitting in, like the, the syrup. Yes. Is, yes. You, you, you need a little bit of that in the old-fashioned to kind of cut mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the burn of the whiskey but still keep the flavor. Oh, yeah. uh, it just hits so nicely. It's really, really great. Um, obviously drink responsibly people, but like, um, it's if just you're 21. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's just, it's just something that like, I never really imagined I would enjoy. And now it's like, oh, it's a go-to. Like I, like I need to have mm. like everything in my, in my ca- I think, cabinet like, to make it. I think as you get older, I've, I've always said this too. I'm, I'm starting to become a fan of less and less of mixed drinks. I just want my drink to get me there or halfway there. I'm not trying to beat around the bush. You know what I mean? Like, get me there or get me halfway there. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and drink, like, a, a whiskey and Coke because I'm like, all right, well, like, we have to have five of these to get me there. Like, you have one old-fashioned, maybe two if you're feeling frisky. It'll get you there. And you're feeling good. You're feeling all right. And you're like, you know what? Like I'm good. But like, for example, like when you're making a mixed drink, you don't want a mixed drink that you easily could chug. You want you want mm-hmm. one that's like it's definitely f- spirit forward. It's a sipper. Mm-hmm. You want you want to be able mm-hmm. to, to like really let it simmer. Let let mm-hmm. the the large like like rock size of ice cubes slowly melt down. Yes, yep. Uh, and it becomes an experience. It's not just like mm-hmm. oh I'm slamming you know whiskey cokes or whatever. Like because you're right. One like, of these days, guys, it's just not it. We're, we're- the humble boys are gonna go to a brewery one of these days. I, I got a spot. We'll I got a spot a that makes a mean old fashioned the right way. We'll do it. Um, we'll do it. We just gotta go. Keep we keep talking it. about it, but I mean, hey, you know, stuff keeps coming up. Dave's know, a dad. We're gonna you know, it. he's got a lot of things going on in his life. Uh, uh, but we'll it, figure. It yeah, out. we'll get to it. it. Um, but yeah, man, whiskey. It's it's a it's a it's yeah. a good time. All, all I can recommend is the uh, Southern Tier whiskey. It's pretty good. I just had the pumpkin one, like I told y'all before. I think they have like a, a apple one and some other ones um, for whatever your needs are, for whatever your your tasting is. But, yeah, um, I've been mixing whiskeys right lately. I've been using like a like an apple jack and then a like a blended a, a barrel aged whiskey for like an extra smooth flavor. Crazy. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't know. That's whiskey. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Winter time, fall time, it's time. Get that get that bourbon or the whiskey. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe you know what? We have been more, you know, vocal on our social media presence as far as on Instagram. We have a lot of th- different things. Uh maybe I'll have Mike send me one of his old fashioned recipes. I'll send you guys one of mine. Um I did use one for the fall. Maybe we'll have another one for the winter and we'll and we'll post those out there for you guys so you can see it. Maybe that'll entice y'all to get on the Instagram, but so that's what's been going on with that man. The whiskey, you know we love it. The humble boys love it. We're gonna give it to y'all. We're gonna do it. Maybe during the winter. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my Babe Ruth calling my shot right now. Oh boy. Uh, at some point, the humble threads boys, the humble thread network, is gonna have its own line of whiskey. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting that out in the universe, man. Uh, at some point, we're gonna get into the whiskey business, and it'll be the humble whiskey or something. 
the Humble Threads whiskey. And uh, listen, I think it's a good I, idea. I would I not know. be. I think it's. I would not be opposed. Any of y'all out there who have something, maybe like you know, let let us know. But as far as things go, man, um, if if you guys haven't, well, we've talked about it before. If you haven't followed Mike or me on uh, YouTube, on on Instagram, or whatever, we've kind of been getting in a sweet spot of our um, content creation. Um, we we've continuously talked about me and Mike's co- ending our career as far as on Twitch and etc. Um, and me coming to YouTube, Mike coming to YouTube for more yo-yo content and shorts and everything else like that. Mike's numbers have been increasing. Um, I've still been trying to find my sweet spot. I think today, which is funny, I've been looking into and I keeps coming back to this. Y'all. I don't know what it is. It keeps coming back to this. But I posted a Black Panther trailer reaction video on my YouTube, King Graves Gaming. It's up there right now. Like, I think there's like 60 views and it's getting up there. I, I posted a short. It's I think it's at 700 and something. It's getting up there. I've had people responding on that video um, and messaging me separately about the video and everything and talking about it. And I said, every time like I try and step away from comics and stuff, I just need to lean more into it and maybe put some more effort into it. It's just always about like first come first served when it comes to talking about comics or, or comic book movies. Um, and usually I don't, I've been trying to see them off rip, but I think that doesn't matter anymore. I think I just need to post it out. The Black Panther trailer that I posted has been out for months now. So, you know, I've been trying to do that. I've been playing Call of Duty and I've been streaming a lot, but at the same time, I always think about it and I come back to it. Am I a streamer? Kind of. Am I a content creator? Yes. I like doing certain things as far as making videos. I have a whole, I'm going to do an unboxing pretty soon of this Wolverine statue I have. Stuff like that. Like stuff I know I, I can post. Um, I, I keep forgetting I want to use streaming and shorts as a fishing net to bring people in and see it. Um, and of course, I always talk to Mike. Uh, we bounce ideas off each other. Mike always gives me the idea of like, you know, post the short with the music. Uh, post it from clips from your YouTube of what you're playing, etc. Um our one friend Kev, really good at Call of Duty, uh, uh, amazing at Call of Duty. He posts his shorts and he's bringing people in because he's good. Uh, you just gotta stick to your niche and everything else like that. It's not sometimes, and, and if I'm gonna give you all some advice, whoever's creating stuff out there, it's not gonna come from the first video video you post. It might for some people, it might not for you. You might have to work a little bit harder. But I started doing that. I started making some short videos and I started having some fun. I've been seeing Mike's you uh, yo yo videos. I've been studying his. Um, he just did a glow in the dark one that was pretty crazy with the string. I was pretty lit. So, you know, Mike, if you want to talk about your yeah. your content creation so far, I've been seeing the numbers going uh, up, man. What's what's going on? Yeah, I mean, like like you said, just kind of like doubling down on, on like the niche that I subscribe to uh, is yo-yo content. Um, I have I've had a really good I've had a lot of success on Instagram with it, with the with the Instagram reels and everything like that um you know it's it's interesting moving over into youtube because youtube like i i have a much higher percentage of getting a video going like semi-viral like touching like sixteen thousand views or whatever on instagram than i do on youtube however youtube if you can get a video to trend it has so much better uh engagement than i think instagram does because you know not everyone's on their like phone on youtube uh, like you watching the shorts i think a lot of people watch shorts on like from desktop i think but even if it is on their phone for some reason i've noticed that if i have a video do like i don't know like three thousand views on youtube I'm guaranteed to increase my subscriber count by at least like 30 people. And lately I've had a couple kind of hit those numbers and I'm, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm up, I'm up over 530 now on, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you and Kev are, you're you're getting to the point where it's like, y'all have got those, like the, the, the lingering people who are like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Whenever now you're uh, attracting more people who are like, they're in the middle. Like this is the chunk that you need to get past. Cause I think it's like a thousand subscribers before you. Yeah. Start thousands, a thousands, the, the monetization yeah. ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like halfway there for that. And I think that based on how my content works and how frequently I'm able to post content, um, 
I think it's very likely that I'm gonna get, get hit over a thousand like soon, and it can happen. It can happen overnight. Like it can happen on really one can. video. One video can just catch fire, and then you're you're mm. you're there. Um, I've seen it happen mm. in the yo-yo community that someone just posts something, and overnight it gets 1.3 mm. million, and all of a sudden they wake up to a email from YouTube mm. saying, "Hey, we're gonna send you a play button because you just got a hundred thousand subscribers." Right, right, in um, the views, in the views, uh, which I wish to sh- they would. I, I guess it would be kind of cheating with the shorts, but sometimes I wish they would count the shorts towards the, I think you need to have like, 4, they, they, they do now, actually, they are working to um, add, some, I hope so. add like monetization stats, uh, requirements for shorts. It's just like astronomical what they want. Um, they really mm-hmm. want your stuff to be going viral for it to count. And I guess that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not too concerned about it because I'm, I'm, I'm uploading tandemly with Instagram and it's just becoming very, like a very positive experience um you know not everything mm-hmm. can go viral like sometimes it misses mm-hmm. sometimes you mm-hmm. like you try you're thinking you're doing it right and just it just doesn't hit properly um you know for me it's like i know that if my videos are getting a certain number of views or likes i'm actually hitting an audience that is not directly within the yo-yo community that um, that exists because internationally the yo-yo community is like fifteen thousand people big ish uh, which is in the grand scheme of, of of the world like nothing so like mm-hmm. when i start seeing numbers above those specific but like not and not every yo-yo yo is ever going to see all of your content so like often like if i'm getting above a thousand views on any of my yo-yo content i know it's hitting the global market um it's very common that that a video of mine that doesn't go viral that only the yo-yo community sees gets around like 600 views and then kind of dies off um mm-hmm. i mean that's still a lot don't get me wrong if i was standing in front of 600 people yo-yoing that's still a big deal you know i always exactly. remind i always tell people that like even if your video is only getting like 60 views 50 views 100 views imagine doing whatever you were doing in that video in front of that many people all at once you're giving mm-hmm. like a you know a presentation like right you're giving like it's like, it's like a conference um right like so, I don't know. I I I do think we're 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 entering into a sweet spot. I think I am seeing growth like exponentially building. Um, I don't know. I don't really have like thing is I don't really have a plan to make money from yo-yoing. Um, the only way I would ever yeah. make money off of yo-yos is through monetization of, and like AdSense of like having and videos go viral. Yeah, and because sponsorships just usually give you free stuff. Like it's mm. not like because like. Like the yo-yo industry is not a multi-billion-dollar industry, so like there's not there just isn't money really in it. Um, however, mm-hmm. if you can get videos to go viral, then then that's different. But, yeah. um, I guess like the only advice I could give uh, for people, and I, I, if you haven't watched Retin Link or listened to Retin Link on on Ear Business or whatever, they just went to like a YouTube summit or something. But a lot of the people there, there's a shift happening right now. So you used to be able to make it big on YouTube just from posting your videos and however long, if they're short videos, whatever else like that. Now there's YouTube people on coming up and they're making their way up because of shorts, because of Instagram, because of uh, TikTok, whatever. So a lot of these people are making money from um, short, short term content. Like there's a guy who used to work at Coldstone, I think the ice cream place is called, and he would have a camera and watch him making ice cream and everyone would like seeing that. And it'd be like the most outlandish ice cream I've ever made or the most whatever, whatever. And he opened his own. He made so much money. He opened his own ice cream shop in New York. And he like his gimmick is like he throws it in your your uh, bowl, which is crazy. Um, so, like, I, I, the only other advice I could give is, like, pay attention to your content. See what's going on. Like I, I know I'm good at nerd stuff. Like, I have all this stuff, whether it be Marvel, Pokemon cards, my pops and stuff like that. My issue is and my issue has always been, like, sitting down, doing it and taking the first step so make sure you always take the first step and and get it going i just got three views the other night might that might not seem a lot to y'all but you know i'll take what i can get but i just got three views i was telling mike the other night from posting a black panther clip um of me reacting to the trailer i had some older lady because i said what do you guys think one out of ten or what's going on some older lady came on to my youtube and and messaged and said or like put a comment under the uh short and said amazing tribute it was an amazing movie whatever whatever you never know who you're getting and then that's how you know to gear your content like all right you're getting some older people should you be cursing probably not (laughs) should you be doing this this or that probably not or whatever else is going on so um i I definitely want to take it a step further i just got to get down here too and get into my lab and get in and get comfortable 
So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Moving on to some other topics uh, that have that have come up lately, we just want to obviously, uh, you know, give our give our respects to the late uh, Kevin Conroy. Uh, died at 66. Uh, a very infamous voice of the animated series of uh, of Batman. Um, mm. He was rivaling Mark Hamill's Joker. Um, very, very, very iconic duo. Man, uh, you know it's it's a shame to lose such a legend. Um, that one. Uh, when when a lot of like the like the people and in, and in, in, I mean like Stan Lee hit hard. Yeah. But like Stanley, Stanley is the creator and everything else like that, and you've seen it in the movies. But like this kind of hit hard. If you if you're a '90s, even like a, a late '80s, like watching that Batman and everything, and just seeing it unfold cinematic. He's played Batman as far as Justice League, uh, the Batman show, and I believe he played Batman Beyond, Old Man Batman too. So like he's been a part of our. I said, darn, like this man has literally been a part of our childhood, been Batman longer than any other person we've seen be Batman. That thing. Rest in peace, man. That hit hard. Yeah. Man. Woo. Um, never, never fun to see some, uh, see an icon uh, move on from this world. Um, it's certainly. I mean, he's certainly inspired many. Uh, and I think it honestly just raises the bar. Um, to you know, if we ever get um either more animated series or anything like that, to see who's gonna try to Amen. pick up the mantle and try to try to be as iconic. Um, I will say he fulfilled his life dream, which is he wanted to play a live action Batman. Um, And he's, he's always said it to WB and everyone else, but they've always like, he's always said like, I'm getting older and older and older. So it's going to get harder for me to do this. Um, But the CW made this dream come true. If anyone's watched arrow um, or Batwoman during that era of CW and then making the shows, it was pretty crazy. I think they went into the future and he played a version of old man Batman like this. I think this version, it might have been in Kingdom Come if you've ever read that comic book. But he has like an exoskeleton that helps him move because he's so beaten and like brutal and everything else like that. Um, and at this, at this point in time and this on the CW one, he kills his villains. Like I remember they go in there like, where are your villains? They're like, he's like, they're in the graveyard. <laughs> like I killed them all because <laughs> I just kept they just kept getting out and nothing was solving it. But you got to see him play a live action version of Batman, which kind of tied in Batman Beyond, the Kingdom Come Batman, and everything else. But man, whoo, Kevin, man, R.I.P. You, you definitely missed. You, you lived a, a long and healthy life, though. We, we are happy to 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 enjoy your art as uh, you gave it to us, man. Crazy for sure. Uh, so recently, uh, you know, I'm a big Destiny fan. Played all of the uh uh. Festival of, the Lo- Festival of the Lost Halloween event this year. Uh, and so we're in this like weird part of the season of, of Destiny, currently it's season 18, where there's not really any content um, if you've completed it all. And we're kind of kind of just waiting for the season to end for new content to start next month. So like there, there's always something that kind of happens, some kind of small community event that um, Bungie puts out. And so this time around, um, Telesto, which is an exotic fusion rifle, which is historically known for breaking the game um, when new patches come out, um, they actually played into that a lot for this community event. They let Telesto kind of take over Destiny. Um, all of the social medias that Bungie has was taken over by Telesto. Telesto became like a sentient thing. And was like talking and like saying like now the guardians will really know my power and my new form and um, and they actually changed they gave Telesto a different firing mode in game uh, which made it seem like the ga- the gun itself was like breaking on purpose um, which was <laughs> which was pretty interesting um, also like uh, all of the NPCs were just all like just like shouting Telesto in game like the, like the game was like being like hacked basically by this gun. Mm. Um, a lot of people thought that it, there was some like hidden secret messages or like it was another quest coming out of nowhere um, or something. Turns out, you know, it, it, it wasn't. It was just kind of like a fun community um, example of of what could happen if Telesto really did take 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 over. There were some wild theories that came out of it, but 
it's since resolved. Um, they've they've closed down the event. They've removed all the extra things. Um, it was definitely fun to see that happen in Destiny, but I don't know. I mean, um, it, speaking of Destiny, have you heard of the news? Which news? I guess the uh, they're making a new. We got a special guest. Ashley just get. I mean, I, I was looking for the bottle. It's all right. Thank you. Nothing. It's thick. I meant like the whiskey bottle, but it's okay. Thank you. It's all right. Special guest Ashley on the podcast, y'all. Um, but I guess they're talking. Benji's talking about the new uh, extraction shooter that they're going to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Marathon. They're they're rebooting. Yeah. Um, like the, never heard of that game. It was kind of like the game that like set the pace for what Halo became. Um, and as far as like the general like shooting of, and stuff like that, but yeah, that 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 should be interesting. What um, I don't really think there's too much out about that just yet, but they are working on another wow. first I'm about person to look shooter. It up. I've never like, have you ever played it? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I just I've looked into it since they announced uh, that they were uh, talking about like a, a marathon reboot, um, but I don't really know much about it at all. But what I was gonna say is that like since obviously there's nothing to do in Destiny right now, which is my main main game. Your boy's doing something that he thought he never would, um, and he, you know, he's been playing Call of Duty Warzone quite a lot. Um, you know, actually catching some dubs, feeling good about it. Um, and I'm specifically playing War, like Warzone, not Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, like multiplayer mm-hmm. campaign. I'm not spending seventy dollars on that. Uh, Warzone's free. I'll take it. It's great. Um, and I'm actually really enjoying it. And I'm actually reminding myself, like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this game. Um, it feels it feels like the gunplay feels better than the gunplay in Destiny, in hindsight. I just like Destiny because you have so many abilities. The the like the play is so different. You're not just all on one mm-hmm. playing field. You're jumping, you're flying through the air, you're doing like super attacks. Uh, but in Call of Duty Warzone, like like the actual gunplay, the fighting, the the dropping in, the doing all the stuff, it just it actually feels pretty good. The only thing that doesn't feel good is I'm playing it on my mm. my like ancient Xbox One that is like an OG original release Xbox One, and it's probably full mm. of dust and just literally begs me to kill it every time I turn it on. Um, it just wishes to catch that like red ring of death. Um, and don't get me wrong. I am on the market to try to find myself an X, um, because I just like console gaming in general. Like I, I do PC game a little bit, but as far as like the big AAA titles, I like to keep that on console for some reason. It just feels better for me. Um, and right now Warzone is like cranking the limits of what my Xbox can handle. Like in game, it's usually okay. But I but sometimes when I'm dropping in, like it just it just lags and then all of a sudden like I hear the game and then all of a sudden it catches and I'm already on the ground and I'm like, How did I get here? Um mm. but actually like I mean that does that to consoles or PCs anyway. Yeah, so. true. But like Don't actually once I'm like in the game game, like it feels pretty great. And the only other thing that's like really bad about it is like in the menus, like toggling through like inventories and things like that. It has such a long load time for me, um, but I honestly think that's just a, um, a holdback of the age of my Xbox that I'm trying to play it on. Um, mm-hmm. I like I, I like I've thought about downloading it on my PC, but it's like I don't know. Like it's so easy to log in on the Xbox. I'd have to like you know connect an account, uh, log in through Activision. I, I don't know. I, I would only say because because I know that pe- I, I know it's, it's it's cross platform. A and B, now that Xbox has Discord linked into it, we absolutely could still play if you guys are playing on PC. So it, it really makes no difference to me at this point. I would say with Warzone 2, which we'll be diving into that and kind of like my thoughts on it, I you could I would download that on your PC only for the simple fact that I have no idea what the, what the heck's going to go on with Warzone 2. The, the, the down... The space for that game, I think it's 115 gigabytes, I'm pretty sure, or something. Something outlandish. Um, and it, We kind of already had it preloaded on, on our PCs and everything else like that. But I think Warzone 2 is going to be such a big skill gap. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a mic, too. I'm going to put my bat out in the stands and, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm call it. But 
I think Warzone 2.0 is going to be more strategic. I think everyone's been so used to Rebirth and Caldera and everything. They forget about the first, like, Verdansk, which was, like, movement, rotation, planning, and figuring out where you need to go. Warzone 2.0, you have a backpack now. You can store stuff. You can store guns. There's strongholds where you can get your... um your loadouts now where there's AI in there now that can take you out at any point in time. And they are strong. I've watched the, um, event that just happened and I was watching Dr. Lupo. He opened the door and got fried, even with having full plated armor on and everything. There's ride show guys. The AI is strong inside of Warzone, So I, I think it's going to be more strategic as like, we need to get this, get, uh, get our stuff and move forward. And I think there's also still AI walking around in Warzone, unless they might have changed it from what people were saying uh, last week. But I think it's going to be more slow. And this modern and this modern warfare is slower, which I like a lot more. Uh, me and Kevin continued. Mike has seen it today. We've continued to uh, trash talk each other. But I've told Kev I'm coming out of retirement for this well, modern warfare because it's slower it's more meticulous it's not jumping around the corner sliding jumping doing this and sliding every you have to walk you have to plan like someone might come around this corner someone might be here or whatever else like that and think about it um and he's talking about how he was dropping 50 kills a game i'm still averaging at least 30 to 40 kills so i'm not too far behind him i'm just trying to level up guns or or trying to get camos but in warzone i think it's going to be different you can't just be running in on people running into buildings willy-nilly it's going to be very much so like all right you know we're going to flank this like all right well, are we in a straight line we need to do this all right tango down what's going on with this what's going on? we're getting flanked there's big behind freaking like i don't even know what those choppers are called but they're huge which they can carry up to like 50 people you can fly those now you never know what's going to happen but I think Warzone 2 is going to be a good change. I just hope they didn't do too much. And I feel like Call of Duty right now is doing too much. So that way it makes room for future installments of whatever is going to happen in Warzone. But, uh, you know, Warzone seems like it's going to be fun. Uh, especially, I'm going to be playing it tomorrow on stream. Uh, maybe this will come out Wednesday. I have no idea. So we'll, we'll figure it out. DMZ. I'm going to be honest. I think that game mode is dead on arrival. Um, no one is going to play it. You, they didn't give us a different map outside of the Warzone map. There's no stakes. Like, if you die, you don't lose stuff like in Tarkov, where if you die, you lose all of your, like, gear and, and guns and stuff that you've gotten. I I think they put it in beta after the event last week, and rightfully so, which I found hilarious. But I don't think they're going to be giving it a... Um, an update anytime soon. I think they're going to go back and replan it once a new map comes out. Maybe they'll put it on a smaller map or something, which I think they should. Uh, I think with extraction shooters, everyone's forgetting like you need to be working as a team, moving silently throughout stuff and, and going through it. But Warzone 2 is going to be fun. I hope I get to get Mike on there. He's dragged me back on the Destiny. It's my turn to drag him. Yeah. Bring no, him I in. mean, I, I, I'm going to get it on my Xbox and, and see, see if it'll finally uh, make my Xbox keel over. Um, I am seriously on the, in the market for an Xbox X. If I find one, I'm just going to pull the trigger. Um, hey, I might do. I'm trying to get a PS5. I might do it too. Yeah, we're out there. So speaking of games, we're um, might as well keep that keep that train rolling. Uh, there's a big kind of debate going on right now on Twitter. I've seen it um, talking about game of the year. Um, who is going to get the goatee? Uh, and a lot of people are saying, you know, it's Elden Ring. Some people are saying it's God of War. I've even seen like Elon Musk saying like Elden Ring, no question. Um, and one of our friends, Ed, um, brought up the, like the counterpoint is that like, how, how, how many times in the past has a game that's released close to the end of the year, like that's been pretty good stolen the game of the year title only because of how recent it dropped. People forget, right. That how good, how good a game was that, ca that dropped the beginning of the year, and they overlook it to talk about what's hype right now. And I, I, I tend to agree with that sentiment because of, of historical evidence. But I think anyone's out of their goddamn head if, if Elden Ring does not win Game of the Year. That is, I'm putting my, my, my line in the sand. Like that, I'm calling my shot. If Elden Ring does not win, ain't nobody a real gamer. That is the game. That is the gamerest game that has come out of all times of my life. God of War 
it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. I've heard really good things about it. I've heard negative things about it. I've heard it's 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 got, you know, it's got the classic like walk slowly in the woods behind next to somebody for like endless dialogue. It's got puzzles that just seem to be impossible. Um, it's got lots of pitfalls, but overall, God of War is just a timeless game that is very very good, and a lot of people really really fall into that like cult of of it's got it's you know it, that it's the greatest game ever but i don't know i want to hear what david's got to say because he's been playing god of war lately he's probably he's played more god of war probably than he played uh any of elden ring uh did you play elden ring I didn't okay know, so but... this is actually a great conversation because I, I i have not played the new god of war but i played like 360 hours of elden ring and you're now playing uh, God of War, um, at least a couple hours in. Um, wh- where where are you on this spectrum right now? So, I will specify this: like, I haven't, I don't have a PS5. It's the only way you can play Ragnarok because they don't have it on PC. Uh, that's true. They have the old one on it. So I've been watching the playthrough. Be that as it may, I'm still very engaged. I've probably watched five different of my YouTubers that I watch play the first level and or so, like different storylines and whatnot. And my opinion on this has always been, because this really stirred up our group chat. My opinion on it is, like, I don't know what the credentials are to make something a game of the year. You know what I mean? Like, God of War has an amazing story. Elden Ring story, I'm sorry, and I'm going to say it, and Maximilian Duda said it. That story makes no sense. (laughs) Like, he even made a parody of it where it's like the gods punish the humans for spreading butter on the toast but the butter on the toast was really jammed from satan and satan didn't like the god so he ruined the humans from and you're like what is happening right now but like as far as like going through finding bosses the gear and everything else like that very fun very in-depth the world was very massive and immersive god of war is more or less like a movie like you're diving into it are the puzzles hard they've always been hard they've been hard they've always been hard um, like everything else with it, but the story and cinematically and the storytelling is just very in depth and very like, I, I like, I don't know. It's different for me. Cause like, like I said, like being a dad now, I told Mike this earlier, it kind of hits different and like seeing you kind of relate to every single character, really more or less, uh, Kratos and Atreus. And I'm not going to spoil the game, but like you see a Atreus as a child and he's very, bold headed and saying we can do like dad you're not understanding like we can do this but like kratos is trying to tell him you don't understand i've been through this and this is what's going to happen there's already been an outcome and you don't understand so you understand the the father and son conflict but it's i I just don't know what the credentials are so like if you wanted to give it for story if they were like game of the year because of story it's going to be god of war if it was game of the year because it changes the the scope of gaming and, and how gaming should be i'd give it to Elden ring because a lot of those games are very combat based and like you know uh in depth for what you want to the skill level and and and, and the, the uh, bosses and whatever everything else like that and being creative i just don't that's just my opinion i have no idea yeah. what did the credentials are me personally i did not like Elden ring that is just me that is not my type of game i really think God of War Ragnarok is crazy. I love that game. So if they ask, if they put out a Twitter vote, I'm voting for God of War. I'm just throwing it out there. But that's just me. It, it's subjective because of the games you like. To I play. think. Uh, I think what's diff- the biggest difference between the two is God of War. Like you said, it's kind of like a movie game where it's like the the story is more or less on rails, and like well, you like you don't really you're not really making severe story plot choices. You're just kind of like mm-hmm. seeing how it all unfolds and then being like the mm-hmm. actionable character in it all. Whereas like mm-hmm. Elden Ring, like, yes, there was like a through line that would take you to the final boss, but there was like probably hundreds of different ways to get there. And mm-hmm. and becoming a different warrior. There was so many different. Like, yeah. So like crazy. it was it'll, it was a game that lets you play it however you wanted to play it within the guidelines of what the game was. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like it... I will say this, too. Uh-huh. Like, my last point on it. I also... Not to not to take... Don't... No one kill me on this. Not to take Elden Ring Shine away, uh-huh. but... 
Elden Ring also came out when a lot of things were flopping and there was nothing out. Like, and, I, and, and everyone's going to be like, what do you mean, David? Bob? I'm going to tell you why I know this. Our friend Kevin played it. That All that man plays is Call of Duty and whatever. There was literally nothing for him to play, and he bought it and played it. That's how I know he did like nothing it, out. Exactly. So if you convinced a man who only plays Call of Duty and everything else like that to play that. But, okay, so this is, but this is the kind of to out. that point. Like, Elden Ring, when it was out, like, when it was hot, like, you couldn't go on Twitter, go on anywhere without seeing someone's build or trying to take on the fire giant or uh, don't even get me started on Let Me Solo Her, which was a character that was he decided that he got he, he had he just used a katana sword and he had a uh, like a jar on his head and he wore no clothes, just naked with a sword and a jar on his head. And he figured out how to master the hardest boss in the entire game and he would just he would allow himself to be summoned into any people anyone's game and assist them in defeating her so that they could get the triumph and he would just ask like hey let me solo her like just stay back mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll do everything and so like as far as like the like the like the ethos the the the, the magic around elden ring it really did grab all areas of the community and bring them together under this one like big arching mm-hmm. thing. Whereas, like, I think if Game of War, uh, sorry, if God of War was going to win, it is solely going to win because it's a good story. And yeah, I think, like, and I'm not saying that Elden Ring didn't wasn't change, a good story, any. but the Elden, Elden Ring story was not. Like, I beat the game. Do I know really what happened? Not really. Um, I beat the game like seven times. And it's like, I didn't play it because it had a good story. I played it because the game itself was fun. The the game mechanics were very new. And something we've not not seen in a Dark Souls franchise. An open world Dark Souls game. Yeah. It changed. It changed. I guarantee you there's going to be games after this. They're already showing games after this that are mimicking this. I think it's I think I honestly I think so, it's either games like uh, win, but I think if I'm gonna tell you if right God now. of War wins, it's because it's a good story. Full full. Stop. We will know the accolades of why these games have won. If God of War wins, just like Mike said, it's because of the story. If Elden Ring wins, it's because they it's something new that they brought to the table and something different that they changed, like this multiplayer, the gear progression, the spell progression. There's different. I don't I don't even know what Lupo was doing, but I guess he played the game again and he took some dark power from some dude that was a hand. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. And then beat the boss. Like, so there's different ways about going what you're doing, but I'm going to tell you all right now, that story made no sense. I have no idea. But, like, the battles and all that stuff were invigorating. Not my type of game. Like, I love Greek mythology and, like, Norse mythology and stuff. So God of War and what's going on right now in that game. And who knows? Because I, I don't know if anyone's really beaten it. I haven't watched any of that playthrough because I still want to play it myself. But... Who knows? There might be a change at the end where you can choose what you want to do. I personally think if you're, if you're asking me, and I'm not gonna, the reason why it's gonna get game of the award or game of the year too. I don't know the ending, so do not get mad at me. I don't know the ending, but I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. In the game, there is a prophecy that Kratos dies. So, like, if Kratos dies in this game. That gets game of the year because I don't know what's going to happen after this. Maybe we follow Atreus. I have no idea, but it's I don't know. It's that story is just like if anyone's out there, just watch the God of War playthroughs. If you don't want to play it, watch the playthroughs. That story is crazy. The father and son dynamic. And if, and if Kratos dies, it's going to be Atreus' fault. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Maybe so. And that's what's going to that's what's going to make it mad. But I mean, we are. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we will find out, and, I'm, and you better believe we'll, we'll we will out. report on it once we have official announcement of game of the year. Um, yeah. I was even surprised to see Destiny Two got a uh, got a nomination for best ongoing game uh, content or something because it should though. Yeah, I it mean, it's, they've been so serious about putting Top out tier content. great content over the last several years. Yeah. Um. But obviously, you know, gang, it's November. Uh, we are quickly running into the uh, the holiday season, um, and Thanksgiving is coming in real fast next week. 
we will actually be off next week. I don't think we're going to do an episode. If we do do an episode, it'll be like a surprise episode. We're not. I don't think we have anything surprise. planned for Why it. But otherwise, we will hit you probably with a with a full regular episode the week after Thanksgiving. But speaking of Thanksgiving, um, I mean, in, in years past, uh, you know, we've done stuff with family. We've done stuff together with friends. Um, I don't know if we, uh, as Damn. as a friend group we've talked about like a friendsgiving yet, or if we have. I man, I just, I just haven't been on the, in the chat. But like, obviously, it needs to be at at Billy at, at, at as who I've called I've I've announced uh, or I've called it uh, Jeb's house uh, for ja- for Jamie, Erica, and Billy uh, going over to Jeb's. Um, I think I think if we could pull off a friendsgiving at their place, I think that would be fun. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't love hosting, but like I, we could do it here too. Um, Me well, yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. It's like I just don't want to clean. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. Like I mean, other than that, like I know that I'm going over to like my my parents' place for like the actual day. Uh, do you have anything planned going on? Man, um, if y'all didn't know, and I love my family, both both of them, even Ashley's family, everything else like that. Uh, if y'all didn't know by now. Uh, me and Ashley are an interracial interracial relationship. So, if you don't know what that means, is Thanksgiving's kind of different. You know what <laughs> I mean? The, the the mac and cheese might be runny, and the mac and cheese might be thick. It's up to you on what side you go to. But um, we're going to be going to Ashley's mom's house. She usually cooks a lot and everything, and her family will be there. I'm trying to convince. I I need to actually call my brother because my sister in law can cook, y'all. She can cook some stuff, and, and usually like. Like I said, our families are different. Um, my oldest brother used to have something, but I don't think they have it at their house anymore. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I don't know if they just go to uh, his mother-in-law's. But times pass. Usually, I call my brother. I'm like, "Yo, do you just want to do something small, like get together, we we'll eat some food, whatever?" And then we usually go over to his house. So I'm gonna see if he wants to do something because I need that food, y'all. Mm. I need that food. She'd be making some food, so maybe we'll go over there for a little bit. They'll get to see Caden. Um, they might not be on Thanksgiving, but either it'll be that Friday or Saturday. Well, that's, I just realized Ashley can't eat any of that food. Oh yeah. So, cause yeah. she's about to have so surgery, we'll right? Happens. Like, right, right. Dang. Well, yeah, we usually, yeah, we usually go to her mom's house. She might, she usually has like a ham, um, and like green bean casserole and some other stuff. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's good, but you know, sometimes I need my soul food yeah. for Thanksgiving you know what I mean? So I'm I'm I might have to try and get that going. All right, maybe maybe maybe, maybe one of us might might needs to be the uh, the person that just kind of like throws in the in the chat. Friends giving at Jeb's house. Just just put it that way. Just friends giving at Jeb's house. Um, let's nominate them. Um, our friends recently just got a house together, so it sounds sounds perfect to do a friends giving at their place. Um, I'd be down. I'd, I'd bring it. I'd bring, yeah, I'd bring some. I'd make cornbread. I made a, I made a whole sheet pan of cornbread last year when we did a Friendsgiving. Uh, it was a big hit. Um, cornbread, you know, it's I mean, good for the soul. Cheese. Mac and cheese, cornbread. Whew, oh boy. I would even go as far as if they do it, and I know it's a, uh, it's a hassle. I'd make the mac and cheese, and I'd probably make a ham. I made a ham the other year. It was like a, a honey glazed pineapple brown sugar ham. That sounds great. We was eating that I, I weeks, love me man. like a, a glazed brown sugar ham. Oh, my God. That was my first time in that bad. It, it's surprisingly good. Um, but, yeah, I actually just made some cornbread Damn, tonight. Um, Carolyn made some chili, so I was like, oh, I'm going to make some cornbread to go with it. Uh, just, you know, took up the classic recipe that I that I always <laughs> make. Um, I said it in Carolyn. Uh, Carolyn, like. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling. Um she, Oh man, you know. But anyway, you know. Obviously, with with Thanksgiving literally next week, um, literally. I can't imagine it. Cre- I, it seems like it, cre- it crept up on us too quickly this year. I don't know. Um, but that that you know that is the official beginning of the Christmas creep. Um, I don't know about your house because it doesn't look like it currently in the basement. But we've all we we in our house the heart the heart household we have already put our tree up. Um, I t- honestly. This is this is my stance. I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna um, again I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to draw my line in the sands and, t- and tell you what's good. I do not like going to like retail stores and hearing Christmas music right now. I don't like that. However, I really really enjoyed Christmas decor. I don't I don't know what it is. It's just the one season that it's like you know what I'm about it. I want to live in that as much as possible. Um, 
And so we last weekend, I, I said I said I was going to wait until at least the second weekend in, in November uh, to get up the tree. You know, we're not doing outside yet. We're not doing lights outside just yet. Lights outside doesn't start until actually December. However, inside the house, it's just nice. It's cozy. You know, it, it means that I don't have to do it later. <laughs> it, it gets to hang. It gets to stay up a little bit longer than just the month of December. Um but how about you? Like, is is any of that creeping out in, in your house yet, or is it still packed away? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know you I, feel I differently. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why it is. Like, I don't like decorating early for Christmas. I don't know if it's like maybe because I'm mad because Halloween has ended early, or like Halloween's over and everyone just brushes everything. Like, I don't know what it is. Um, but Ashley's a big no. What was it? Freaking November first. I think she was driving to work playing holiday music like i said yo give it a give it a like a second hold on now um me personally i think as i get older a lot of things are getting played out so we're listening to the same like music over and over and over again and that kind of annoys me like i was in walmart the other day and they were playing christmas music to mike's to mike's point i just took down our halloween decorations i like if it's in november christmas light Mm -hmm. like let's Mm -hmm. lightly do christmas you know what i mean like if we're gonna decorate if the tree's up cool if you just want to put the lights on the tree i'm okay with that we'll just have some lights just some light things around the house like of course like mike said outside i'm no no yeah outside for sure only in december holy yeah got away and like i don't listen yeah and i don't listen to the songs like i I listen to like christmas jazz like uh, like uh jazz versions of our popular christmas songs because everyone has their own rendition as far as how jazz goes so the song could always be different when you're listening to it so we usually do that but let me tell you, man, November 1st, Ashley is ready and willing. And I'm like, bro, like I said, a lot of stuff in November for her. But I'm like, bro, chill. Like, I, I, like, darn, like we haven't even gotten into like I'm still in my spookiness. Frankly, I think the spooky should carry over into November, at least halfway in the month. And then we start getting into Christmas. Right. Like, let me, and that's kind of how I am. Like, we, we, I, honestly, yeah. honest to God, we have a Christmas tree up in our living room. But my the jack o' lantern that I carved for Halloween is still on right. my front step, so it's, it's not looking so hot. It's definitely starting to, to, to decay yeah, they're, they're, um, and yeah. look a little sad. But I have not thrown that out yet. Um, I I don't know. Like you're 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 right in a lot of ways. Like I just to be, but to but to, to be fair though, I did say to Carolyn like literally the week after th- after after halloween i was like all right time to get the the christmas stuff out and she goes uh-uh, i said the early. same thing too early I, and i said the same thing just to make ashley happy but at the same time i was like <laughs> it's it just like it i don't it just take like because now now like and I, I i you know what i hit the nail on the head right here i'll tell you why this is an issue christmas when we were younger it was like december was christmas bang like we're good whatever else like that now it's so commercialized yeah. that like we're they're shoving stuff in our face to buy people and it's just gifts like not to sound like the Grinch but it's just like gifts 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 and it's like what are y'all missing like like it's just about family having fun being kind hearted which you should be to anyone every day of the year yeah which I try to be but it's like you're missing that spark of like what makes it fun and everything else like that so it it just feels so commercialized when they're throwing it like. All right, November here, brand new laptop, Jimmy. Like, jeezy. Like, come on, man. Yeah, give it a little bit. So. I got you. I I, 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 I feel I feel the same way somewhat. Um, but I but hey, I I can't. I will not lie to anyone. I am a Christmas guy. I like it. I like the vibes. I'm a Halloween. I got guy. strong I core memories around Christmas that just feel good. Um, you know, you know, Christmas isn't great for everybody. I understand that, but uh, for me. It's great, and I love it, and I would live in a Christmas wonderland year-round if I could be that delusional, but I'm not. Also, um, I think once Caden gets a little older, I'll probably Yeah, probably, Christmas. probably, because then you'll be yeah. recreating that magic for him, and I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing with the toys, too. Yeah, but, all right. You know, also, I got five different Christmas parties that Ashley's playing, and Ashley's family plans, and then they try and have it at our house. I'm like, bro, I don't want to... I don't want to clean. Once again, I do not like throwing parties. I don't feel like cleaning. No. Like, let's rent out a hall. I'll clean the hall, and then we're done. Yeah. So. But all right, gang. My my whiskey drink is done. I, I either need to refresh or yeah, we, just decide uh, to go to bed. 
we had a special. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I texted Ashley. Y'all, if y'all didn't know, I texted Ashley. I said, hey, can you bring a bottle downstairs? And she said, which one do you want? I said, either the Apple one or this one called like Lock Key or something like that. Um, I got a nice Bud Light seltzer here that has <laughs> nothing to do with whiskey or bourbon. I love her to death. Thank you so much, Ashley. Hey, you know, sometimes sometimes anything works. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. But as always, gang, uh, call to action. We really appreciate it. Uh, really means a lot. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice, specifically over on, uh, you know, on the uh, Spotify or the Apple podcast. Uh, be sure to use uh, the hashtag uh, Humble Threads B-Sides and consider sharing it with a friend. Um, it really helps us reach new listeners. Um, we're always looking to try to reach out to new audiences. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh you know, we, we are available on on Instagram at humblethreads.network. Uh, that's where our main spot is. We do still have a YouTube. Um, we, we, we've been uh, posting some things there here and there. Um, trying to get the shorts working. But, uh, trying. you know, primarily the Instagram is, is where we're at. Um, but like we said, you know, if we do an episode next week, it'll be kind of just be off the cuff probably again. But I think we're, we might hold off and, and, and just hit you with a real full-on uh, Humble Threads episode whatever next uh, the week after thanksgiving so enjoy yourself uh, uh hang out with some family go see some friends uh eat that mac and cheese um relax let us know it let us know it let us know on instagram to settle settle though we don't need to go into the oh argument but settle it for us right which is a better side um during thanksgiving is it stuffing or is it mac and cheese no, no, you gotta say, is it baked mac and cheese? Not just mac and cheese. Is it baked mac and cheese? Because there's a whole difference. If your mac and cheese is running as trash, all right, all right, all right, all right. Enough of that. So, <laughs> uh, we, we, we'll be here for a whole other hour if we start talking mac and cheese. We'll put the poll up. Or, uh, we'll put the poll Yeah, up. We'll, we'll figure it out. Anyway, gang, thank you and stay humble. <laughs>